0: Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it, so can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com/home-trial. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health.
1: The Self-Helpful Podcast is brought to you by Zigler, your premier source for equipping coaches to help leaders and top performers excel professionally and personally. Visit Ziggler.com and let them inspire your true coaching performance. Hello everyone, I'm Kevin Miller and this is The Zigler Show, where our goal is to inspire your true performance. In this episode, simply give people what they want. So often in business startups and even in well-established businesses, we make huge investments in giving people what we think and believe they want. Uh, We know we can help solve a problem or fulfill a desire. Well, over 20 years ago, I invested over $50,000 in a business I knew solved a big problem. It legitimately did. It was not till the money was spent and the business was fully launched that I found out it wasn't a solution people actually wanted. Today, the problem still exists, but human nature and habit triumphed. Well, in today's show, I bring back Will Bowen, my guest from show 763, where we discuss the psychology and power of not complaining and how pervasive this poisonous habit is in all of us. I really encourage you to listen to that show. In this show, we walk through Will's personal habits, going through the seven spokes on the Ziegler Wheel of Life. In the career spoke, Will cited his secret to business success is simply finding out what people want and then giving it to them, something that I wish I had done early on in that business I cited. He listens to his fans and his followers, and he gives them what they want. It's obviously working. Will's organization has handed out over 11 million purple Complaint Free World bracelets, and 3 million copies of his book, A Complaint Free World, have sold. So you're going to enjoy this behind-the-scenes look at the daily habits Will employs to give him the success in life he's experienced. And I encourage you to take Will's Complaint Free Challenge. You can engage with it like I have by going to a world.org. And you can also find his book, A Complaint Free World, there or wherever you buy books. So I'll bring Will to you after I share some valuable products and services. I'm a foodie and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table. And then I like tasting them and learning the nuances All right, Will. So here's our seven spokes on the Ziggler Wheel of Life. I wanna hear your habits. The first one is physical and nutrition. And being that you just moved to the beach mere months ago, I'm I'm expecting to be inspired by a little beach activity. Do I get that gift? <laughs>
2: Well, uh, as you and I discussed it another time, I'm vegan. So that is a nutrition choice that I made. I don't try and influence other people's choices, but I read a book that just totally changed my my life and I decided to give it a, ch- a try. And as a result of that, every time I go to the doctor, like I have no plaque in my heart, et cetera. Um, I practice yoga three days a week here at the Key Largo Yoga Center. There's a great yoga studio and then going that's going south going north is a gym called max and um here everybody rides bicycles everywhere so i ride my bike usually ride my bike to max and then i uh work out and then turn around and ride my bike back and on the way i pass the grocery store so i pick up my groceries on my bike so that's that's what i do for health and nutrition well number two family and
1: friends. What are the things that you do routinely to keep those relationships where you want
2: them to be in your life? Well, the first thing I did was I hired my daughter to work for me full time. So <laughs> that I, helps. we can go out to lunch and you pay for it with the business or whatever. Beautiful. I can fly to see her or vice versa. And that is not in any way to dismiss her contribution. She has Since I hired her, the revenues in my company have literally doubled. She's an amazing, amazing young woman. So that's one thing. I have a best friend from high school that I literally still talk to every single day, usually for an hour. So after you and I are done today, I will probably call Bill. Um, The other thing was, and it's interesting you asked that question, my mother had a heart attack uh, 12 years ago and I went to her small town to see her, and the only place to get Wi-Fi in her town was McDonald's. So I would take my computer, and I would go to use their Wi-Fi, and I noticed this group of old men, and they got together every morning, the same men, and they would talk about things, and it occurred to me that finally at the end of what they were doing is praying, and I said, man, I would love to have that. So I invited like five or six people from my church every Thursday, eight o'clock, we'll each take 10 minutes. And it lasted for probably 60 days for most of them, except one young man named Brian Vitava, who has now been my prayer partner for 11 and a half years, every single Thursday morning at eight o'clock. We, we talk, and what we do is it, we just fall into a pattern. We each get 25 minutes, and he'll say, you want to go or should I go? And I say, you go. And he will update me on everything in his family, everything in his work, every business project he's working on. But at the end, he has to summarize it into one prayer request. So my prayer request is, yep. and then I do my time, and then we pray together. and. It has amazed me how we have managed to continue this and how effortless it is. He flew down from Kansas City to Key Largo two weeks ago just to hang out with me and One of the things we did was prayed when he got here and prayed before he left so
1: you know I have a group of guys I meet with face to face every week, but about three or four months ago started a prayer group with another group of guys, and it 's every Monday at eight thirty, and I realized One of the, maybe the primary benefit I get out of that is that every Monday Monday I have to sit there and think about what I'm going to share because I'm supposed to share a praise and a prayer request and talk about a rudder for the rest of my week. Uh, And I think most of the guys testify that that alone is maybe the biggest benefit. Um, So powerful. Well, the third one is mental. What are the things you do to keep yourself mentally well though I just I feel this impression that one of them is that maybe you don't complain that right <laughs> my tracking
2: just a guess I really work on not complaining especially uh I always joke that I'm the most famous person you've never heard of you know four million books 12 million followers around the world and so but like when I moved in here nobody knew me but then one person heard about me and got my book, etc. So I have constantly people watching me going, "Was that a complaint?" And I <laughs> said, "No, it's a statement of fact." However, my true practice is meditation. I um, have meditated for years, and started doing transcendental meditation probably six years ago. Although now I'm, um, I've spun off into doing some uh, new meditation. Which is a, copy, a combination of uh, body relaxation um, uh, and mental visualization along with body awareness. So it's, it is truly trying to put yourself into situations and saying, how would my ideal person handle this? Which is a mental question. So I literally, and if I have a situation pop up, like with drivers or whatever customer service people, I'm always trying to think if it doesn't go exactly the way I want, how could I do it? And that's my meditation is that actual rehearsal then of doing it properly going forward.
1: Goodness. So intriguing. There's probably nothing I am hearing, uh, more from a new perspective, a new practice than that. Some aspect of meditation, you know, call it being present, whatever that people are, uh, espousing. And I assume it's because we have grown away from that so much that now we're hitting, uh, rubber's hitting the road in a negative way. And people are coming back to that. And it's something that I am, I am now, uh, very aware of. I hope to get my, no, I will get my complaining or or my complaint aspect to that awareness as well Uh, so there's there's my and
2: and may i just throw something out people always overcomplicate it they don't understand meditation Mm -hmm. um i always say when you get a new job the first thing you should teach and not job rather but when you get a new dog the first thing you teach it is sit and the next thing you teach it is stay and that's it Complaining is teaching your mind to sit and stay. Mm -hmm. With transcendental meditation, you're saying a Sanskrit word, which you don't even know what it means, over and over. And the point of it is you're not supposed to know what it means. It's supposed to be totally neutral, but you focus on this one thing. Mm -hmm. And one of the best ways I find to get into meditating is to light a candle and sit there and look at the candle and only think about the candle and if an idea comes to you say oh i'm not thinking about the candle and go back to the candle Mm -hmm. because we're all naturally drawn to stare at flame Mm -hmm. whether no matter if there's a fire human beings look at it so it's a natural way to get started
1: and and folks if you're hearing that and and you want uh of course there's tons of resources out there but i don't have the show in front of me i wasn't that quick but uh, johnny powellard Uh, We had on the show, he has the app One Giant Mind that Michael Hyatt attested to, and I've gotten that one very similar to that. He has you just repeat something over and over, and when you leave it, just try to come back to it. I find myself doing that in the evenings now. Well, not in the evenings. In the middle of the night, if I happen to wake up and my mind starts going on things, so counting sheep, uh, saying the Lord's Prayer, I've done that, and a lot of times now I say this little word and just try to come back. So, uh, four, financial. Um. what are the things you do? Well, apparently one of the financial things you do is hire your daughter to increase your income. Uh, yeah. And uh, But on that note, what are the things you do to keep yourself where you want to be financially? Oh, good question.
2: Um, it, it took me a long time to realize because I have several streams of revenue. I have online courses, I have books, and I have speaking. Uh, speaking is one of the ones where I can just absolutely make the most money in the least amount of time. Mm and also do the thing I love the most. Today when we're done, I'm gonna sit down and write for several hours. That's like giving birth, you know? Speaking is like being loved by the audience. So I realized several years that that was the thing for us and so I told everybody in the business, because I have five full-time employees, was like, everything is on speaking. We're focusing on finding places for me to speak, And at the same time, realizing now that I'm 60, I'm not going to want to hit the road forever. We are now looking at okay, speaking is doing super good, so we want to make sure that we are looking to do the online business so that our revenue will increase when I when I begin to speak less rather than decrease. So um, that to me is 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 really really important and really just an awareness that my finances are in bigger hands than my own, you know, and that ultimately things always tend to work out. And so that attitude of, of, of abundance and celebrating what I have rather than what I don't. Yeah. Beautiful.
1: You are listening to The Ziggler Show and our Habits episode with Will Bowen. Coming up next, I ask about his career and he shares that he listens to his fans and followers and they tell him what they want, which you heard me talk about in the intro. It just stuck out to me as such great value. So we'll dive right back in with Will after I share some
0: valuable products and services with you. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. If you're looking for heavy-duty storage solutions, look no further than The Home Depot because we take the term heavy-duty very literally. Like
1: our Husky 5-tier heavy-duty garage shelving unit. Each shelf has a weight capacity of 1,000 pounds when evenly distributed. That's a total of 2.5 tons of durable, no-nonsense, load-me-up-with-everything-you-got storage. Right now, save up to 25% on select heavy-duty storage solutions. Store more, save more. Shop in-store and online at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Spiritual is the fifth spoke. Tell us about your habits in the spiritual spoke of your life.
2: I literally sit there and I think of the the energy that causes people to try and take that magic of God that exists in the world and to iconicize it. So Hmm. when I meditate every morning, um, I find the key to meditation is having a place to meditate. So I meditate right here and I'm also an ordained minister so I sort of default to God <laughs> and yeah. I spend a lot of time in prayer and uh, to me that that that's extremely important
1: career is the next one and as most all of my guests who are sitting here with me your career has has probably been varied and today you have lots of opportunity and so I often ask the question what do you do to keep your career keep that path where you want it to be and you just spoke in the financial aspect of you know one aspect of your business is doing well you're trying to grow the other one so yeah in that career aspect what are you doing habitually to keep it where you want it to be
2: one of the main things i do is listen to my fans and followers because they tell me what they want or um me to do to create for them and like three or four years ago a bunch of people said hey, you're going out and speaking on the complaint-free concept and I love the structure of your speech. I'd love to do that too. And I said, well, okay, I'll train anybody who wants to do it. And I did 10 Saturdays in a row for free, just to train people. And um, three or four of them, I know two, are making a full-time living doing it. Wow. And so... two or two or three more are actually speaking and getting paid, but two people are full time doing this. And so my goal right now in my career is to replicate myself, to get more people out there speaking about my complaint free challenge. And at the same time, selling my online programs, and they make half the money that people pay, and I make half the money. And I find that rather like right now I'm, I'm almost i'm getting close to finishing up this training video and my daughter said dad we have done nothing to promote this other than have a link on my website says want to be a trainer click here right. 283 people have, signed, have clicked saying they want to do this wow so it's there my career sort of says people tell me hey we want to be speakers create the program or hey we want to do this create the program and so my career sort of uh is evolving as other people help me with that but i realized the other day i mean i'm 60 and everybody around me is like i'm retiring and these people do nothing but float in the pool and eat at seafood restaurants Mm -hmm. man i got a world to change i will never retire i want to not anytime soon but die on stage or in front of a computer typing a program so Mm -hmm just keeping that passion, I think.
1: Well, there, it's, uh, it's very ziglaresque. esque I mean, they kept him on stage and he wanted to be there till he literally uh, just couldn't make it back up there, which is uh, hardly ever until he passed away. And he had more he wanted to give the world. And I, I relate to that as well. Uh, the last one, Will, is personal. And this is, I frame this in the things that you do for your joy. Uh, that makes you the best will you can be the fun the play the self-care even but the things that you do that you know uh, the are the primary investments in you to keep you joyful
2: inspired fulfilled cool question um, for 20 years well I first scuba dived when I was 17 years old so that was 43 years ago and I have never lived any place where I could scuba dive ah yes And I was married to a woman who didn't swim. So none of our trips were related to diving. So I picked up and moved here. And also to make sure that I do dive, um, I have volunteered with the Coral Reef Restoration Society. As we all know, the coral reefs are dying. But what they've discovered is you can take pieces of a variety of coral and suspend them from wires underneath the ocean in nutrient-rich areas. And a little piece, usually about this big, will grow to about a hand-sized piece. And then you take it and you drill a hole in the coral reef underwater, and you use this sea epoxy and you stick it in there. So, to answer your question, I am doing the number one thing that I love and the number two thing that I love, which is making the world better while getting to be down there and look at reef sharks and tarpon and manatee and everything like that. So. That is an extremely important thing to me. And the other thing is, believe it or not, I'm a professional speaker. I get paid to do this, but I still go to Toastmasters twice twice a month, uh, every every other Tuesday, to be part of this group of people who stand there and just shake in front of an audience so that I can smile at them and let them know that, you know, it can be fun and over time you're going to get better. So... Mm. Those two things I also juggle, <laughs> and my dog. Every morning, every morning we're over at the park next door, and he's looking in the pool at the jellyfish, and I'm juggling and uh, journaling. So those those are the things that are important to me. That if I have unlimited time to do anything I want, I'm going to juggle, I'm going to journal, I'm going to go paddleboarding, I'm going to scuba dive, spend time with my dog, and hang out with friends.
1: Well, we would enjoy hanging out together, or I would enjoy hanging out with you. I I think so, Uh, too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, thank you again just for giving us your time and giving us a behind the scenes look at the things that help you ultimately bring this message to us, which we're all benefiting from now. Thank you so much, Will. My honor. Thank you, Kevin. Well, great behind the scenes info with Will Bowen on his healthy habits. Again, you can engage with him at acomplaintfreeworld.org and take his quiz there and also find his book, A Complaint Free World at that address, or you can go wherever you buy books. Coming up in episode 766, how to stand out and appeal to your target customer. Uh, For all of you with a product or service, uh, number one, who is your specific customer? Number two, what problem do you solve for them? And number three, how do you stand out from your competition? I'm sure you've heard messages around these topics before, probably many times. But I ask you to listen again. There's very little chance you're communicating these things as well as you think you are, as it's just counterintuitive to how we think as business owners. We think of the benefit there is for people, fulfilling a desire. I recently attended a business event with Pete Vargas, V-A-R-G-A-S, and his Advance Your Reach organization. You're going to be hearing more about what I'm doing with them. But they, they just pounded on this issue. Who is your target market? What problem do you solve for them because they know that we as business owners are just not communicating that well. I mean, we often have products and services we feel can benefit people and we want to lead with a desire, you know, look better, feel better, save time, save money, get a new home or a car and on and on. Yet people are much more led by and prone to respond to problem solving. You probably heard Tom Ziegler talk about this. He shared with us a study that 80% of the populace relates more to problem-solving than goal-setting. Yet 95% of our marketing is goal-oriented. It doesn't match up. So what I have for you in this show is a two-minute clip from Zig Ziglar on this issue. We're going to listen to that. Then I posted this question on Facebook. For those with a product or service, who is your target customer and what specific problem do you solve for them? We had a load of responses and Tom Ziglar and I got through maybe half of them and they were just incredible case studies. I think you're going to gain so much from hearing that show. Well, till then folks, thank you as always for letting me walk with you as we inspire our true performance together.